0: So how's it for you being back in the UK? What's it like being in the back in the cold uh, in the UK in the van with the diesel heater not working?
1: <laughs> it's pretty shit. I prefer Portugal but uh we'll have to come back for certain reasons, so you know, we're
0: here. Yeah, so I think we've got a there's a lot we need to dive into and talk about in this one. Um wanna obviously, you know, we've a lot been this is the the wild thing, you know, like when um you know, obviously, when we're speaking on the podcast and stuff, um, you know, sometimes we speak about certain things. Uh, sometimes we kind of hold certain aspects back so that we can do a certain topic or a certain experience or a certain thing that's unfolding in our life justice. But, like, over the last, you know, the last, f- probably the last three months. Well, not even three months, really. That's the crazy thing, really. It's been one month. In the last one month, so much has manifested for me new. you. And it's just been kind of like, you know, I think in general, in general, like on the planet now, I know we spoke, me and you spoke about this, but how, how the energy on the planet is, is you know, there's energy on the planet right now that's manifesting things so fast. You know, we've just gone through the window of the, the wild, you know, one year and a half we've just gone through, which mm-hmm. went over so fast. And now we're in this kind of new point where manifestations seem to be happening for, you know, so many different people all over the place so fast there's like huge energy shifts going on if you want to use that word something's happening you know yeah. something's going on we're not sure what's going on but something some shit's going down mm. but for for me new, you you know like so much has been going on that we haven't even been able to you know really speak about because we've been holding it back you know we've been looking for land we've been visiting self-sustainable communities we've been you know getting ourselves in, in a position where we can be more s- self-sustainable and you know go off grid and you know complete the mission which we want. You know, we want to not say complete, never going to come be complete. But, um, next, the next, <laughs> the next completion is ascension <laughs> 2023 ascension. That's the next one, uh, or 2022 ascension, actually. That's it. I
1: don't know if I have time. i have got so much to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'll schedule it for next year.
0: I, you've got so much time. I'm doing all the work. <laughs> hey. you're ascending over there every single day, lying in bed asleep, <laughs> <laughs> sleepy Pisces.
1: I'm doing the internal work in my dreams.
0: It all plays a part. Different, different, different uh, rules play different aspects to, in, in terms of the manifestation. Mm-hmm. That's what makes us all unique. We all um, operate in different ways. You know, that's like sometimes you know, like when, um, you no, know, because one of the th- things that we're working through as well is like you know, I'm very much an outward force. You're more kind of an inward force. I know we both have a- aspects of that too, but you know, just like in general, our characteristics. And it's interesting because what we've learned is like you know, always pressing forward in life. It's not always. It's like people perceive that for, for manifestation and the law of attraction and to, to, to get things of abundance in your life, you always have to be, you know, physically driving forward as hard as you can all the time, you know, like in the, in terms of like the, the physical aspect of like you get grind and going to work, you know, making money, for example. Um, but a lot of people don't actually realize that you know, there is another kind of grind that can happen and it's doing the internal work, you know, it's like you re- retracting, you know, moving at the right time, taking the rest when you need the rest and that actually opens up space inside yourself and in the metaphysical and in the physical, you know, for, for a different type of... um. Um, what's the word a different type of abundance to turn up you know a different level of manifestation
1: yeah and there's a balance to be had with both of those because i kind of made the mistake of just feeling like it's just just about doing the internal work and i kind of miss the more masculine aspect of like pushing forward and doing stuff but i've realized the more i have been pushing forward is that you meet those aspects of yourself that are kind of resisting that or you meet aspects of yourself that get triggered on the way when you're pushing forward. So both ways are actually really good for healing and emotional wounds.
0: Yeah. So so we've um, so a lot's been going on um in the next two podcasts we're going to do because uh, so get used to Laura being on the podcast for the next two episodes. I know you all have been on, but um in the next two episodes we're going to be, you know, breaking down this journey that we've been on over the last um month, basically last one month. As I said, so much has manifested in terms of like going off grid. Um, and we're going to break that down, and you know, speak about how we've, you know, we've now we've we've now acquired a piece of land that we're going to be cultivating, and um, we want to speak about our journey towards that. We also want to speak into more depth about the off-grid community that we visited and our reasons why we didn't join them. And then, obviously, moving forward, we want to speak about you know our plans in the future and what we're going to be doing as well. But what's interesting, um, which I I wanted to speak about is um, you know, so like for example, we've we've come back in the UK now, um and we kind of you know we were, we were like kind of in nature you know we're like standing on our land that mm. we've acquired like there's no like no like you know there's not much civilization like the roads are quiet it's a very slow paced type of lifestyle and then we've kind of like you know we we traveled through um you know we got the so we came across the we, we snuck across the border <laughs> you know the song we snuck across the border and into the city yeah <laughs> so we basically snuck across the border into spain well allegedly sorry yeah (laughs) allegedly we snuck across the border allegedly um and then we snuck across another border allegedly into france allegedly (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then we're back in the uk but um you know like coming from that transition you know like coming back in the matrix into the matrix sort of say because not only um not only are we like, kind of not just coming back to live in the van, you know, we've got a greater mission. We've both of us are going to go back to work for a little bit, bit, so that's going to be an interesting. There's going to be a lot of podcast introspection with that over the next few months. So, for the next few months, we're going to be kind of making a bit more money. We're going to go back into them, dip back into the matrix. You know, we've always said, like, um, know the matrix will always have you you know like people are always worried about kind of like you know leaving a job and going like what am i going to do when i come back you know but the the, the beautiful thing is is that like (laughs) about the matrix is that you know it's it's always going to be there churning away and it'll always eat you back up again and that's like basically what what we all always knew you know that the matrix will always eat you up so we're in a position now where we're coming back into we're going to be working for the next three months um so what's your thoughts on that like going back into the quote-unquote matrix you know and getting a normal a normal uh, normal uh, working job
1: <laughs> you know i was working through quite a lot of stuff before we came out because i knew we had to i knew we both had to get jobs and a lot of my traumas around working and jobs started coming up and i started to kind of heal and feel aspects of my, my previous employment which weren't that great and where i wasn't like you know there wasn't the best environment for us so i was i was doing a lot of healing in terms of that respect but after i go to a few job interviews um so far I found like, I, f- I feel much more, di- I feel different inside myself. It's like, because we know that we've got this bit of land now, we know what we're working towards, we know that this is the vision, what we're, you know, we're planning to be off-grid, we're not planning to be dependent on the beast. We know that the the time that we we'll have in this job is only for a certain amount of time, just to acquire a certain amount of money to make our like our dreams come to fruition. So when I've been Going to interviews and stuff, I've, I've felt like I'm carrying a different energy. It's just like I, I'm more sort of confident and assertive in myself. And I know that, you know, it's it's just to kind of blast forward. It's like once you know that, once you have a, a mission in mind or you've got a dream in mind, it's like your energy changes. And I don't feel like I'm just kind of being passive and having things happen to us. It feels like I'm being more direct now. And that carries, that helps us carry a certain level of self-confidence when I go into these situations. So... I'm looking forward to kind of starting a job with this new perspective of myself and this new found confidence in myself. I know I've done a lot of emotional work to kind of get to this point, and I'm just looking forward to the introspection that it has, and it might, you know, it might help heal my sort of stigmas towards matrix jobs that I've kind of built up through the past.
0: Yeah, well, uh, well, no, that's a good point. It's interesting because um, we we both know that, um, you know, when you're on the on the, the path of truth. Sometimes the you know, the universe it it circles you back around to to, to find deeper truths, like and and, and as hor- and as, as harsh as that sounds, because it can be very challenging. You know, like we were talking about this the other day, and we're saying, "Oh God, what what's <laughs> what's going to happen in the Matrix?" You know, like what's going to unfold? You know, because over the last two years, we've seen things that's manifested and they've been insane. Yeah. So, like you know, why why am I getting brought back to work in this work back in this nine oh five job? You know, like what's what's going to be oh, coming up? You know. So it is kind of like, it is interesting in a way of like keeping yourself open to see, you know, that really at the end of it, it is, you're going to be learning deeper truths and you are going to be healing, like circling back around to, to heal them deeper wounds. It was funny when, um you know, when you had that uh, job interview the other day and you were like sitting on the laptop and you were like in the Zoom call and it was like a, it was like, obviously it was, it was like a, um, a job interview that you realistically didn't want to do, but you were kind of just I like, you just, you're just kind of doing it to feel it out and it was like a kind of like a really um it was like it was like a not to put anyone down if anyone works in kind of like events management or something like that you know yeah. but it was like kind of like very kind of like yeah what's a word like oh, what's the word i can describe it
1: it was a bit of a lad culture it was yeah. i think the role was like sales and marketing which i knew i didn't want to do anyway
0: it was like but oh, like- oh, oh, oh. <laughs> hey guys my name is jeff and i'm going to by you <laughs> pretty much it was
1: like a very much a lad culture and there was like i was in the zoom call full of people and he goes so laura tell us about yourself <laughs> and i couldn't think of anything that would make me sound like i would fit in so i was just like i'm into consciousness and spirituality <laughs> and i just like i was like i like doing tarot readings and stuff and i could just feel the energy i was just like oh god that was not the right thing to say
0: what did the guy say because I was, I was i was obviously listening because i was in the, in the van as well and the guy said uh, he was just like kooky oh cookie. <laughs> <laughs> i
1: was like oh yeah i'm not gonna fit in in that place <laughs> oh,
0: it was hilarious because um in the in the job interview as well like you would tell there's that one guy who was in the job interview was late and he turned up in his um dressing gown still yeah and it's funny because you were saying that in the next interview like he would be the only because it was only two people that turned up for the events management role and like he's kind of like obviously you didn't turn up for the second one because you it wasn't for you yeah. but he's going to be turning up by himself and he's going to be thinking god i must be good <laughs> i turned up to the interview in my dressing gown and now that girl didn't that girl was all uh, was all dressed up and she didn't even get it <laughs> i know i <laughs> so just he's thought to him have that win yeah so he's going to be thinking that he's like he's uh, he dro- he's going to be thinking oh, i rocked up my dressing gown just got out of bed and, he, and, I, and I'm, st- I'm still getting the job what she done wrong <laughs> 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 it was definitely that consciousness thing yeah
1: definitely <laughs> But uh-huh. yeah, I'm um, yeah, I'm quite happy that I didn't really go for that one. Not really my cup of tea. But uh, yeah, well, um, let's talk about yesterday when I came in from another interview and you were sitting <laughs> doing a, a <laughs> Zoom interview for another job role. <laughs> she would see
0: what that job role is. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, um, <laughs> so this is a funny one. So, so yesterday I was. Um, you know, like it's interesting because with like everything that's going on in the world now, you know, like job interviews are sometimes kind of easy and like you just have to jump on Zoom now and like do an interview and stuff. Well, funny enough, I was doing a video interview for a milkman. <laughs> so that was quite funny. Like doing a, um, a job interview, a job role for a milkman and um, trying to describe like why, like the first question I got asked was like, why <laughs> why do you want to be a milkman? <laughs> I love milk,
1: me. <laughs> I love milk. So I'm drinking pints of milk on the video call.
0: I was saying to Laura how how um how how it would have been kind of so much good prank material that like to kind of to turn up for an interview like for a milkman and kind of like just like bat off loads of random shit yeah that would be that, that would be a good uh, like good why, why do you, why do you want this role well I promise I promise you um. I I won't um I won't shag many birds or when I'm on the route. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: not gonna father many children. I'm
0: not gonna father many children. But what I will promise you is that your milk will be delivered on time. <laughs> I'll
1: be so I'm surprised that someone's got to have done that before. Yeah, that'd be a good prank.
0: That's the funny joke in the UK, isn't it? Like your dad's the milkman. Yeah. <laughs> Who's your dad, the milkman? <laughs> if it's not the postman, it's the milkman. Yeah. Hopefully that'll not be happening. I'll not be the dad. <laughs> no, I'll be bringing um seventy five children on the land. <laughs>
1: no, definitely not. I won't be too impressed.
0: <laughs> oh, that'd be funny. So, but what what's it been like for you? Like, um, because you know, there's been a lot of trigger points, um, for me. New, when we've kind of, you know, we've come back, and obviously, you know, we've come back and seen family, which is all, always brings a lot of trigger points. You know, emotionally, over the last few days, we kind of, it's interesting because we kind of like went back to my family. And then obviously a lot of triggers got brought up and then come back and visit your family a lot of triggers got up you know i had my two days of crying you've had your two days of crying mm-hmm. um, and it's interesting how like you know the same it kind of shows you when you come back to your family and not just your family like because obviously we're in, in the environments that we grew up in it was well so there's kind of a lot of like associations in there with traumas and you know memories that trigger things within us mm-hmm. in that area that in that environment which it does you know, like um, I've said this before, but you know, like uh, Ramdas says, if you think you're enlightened, go and spend some time back living with your parents, and you'll find out you're not. Mm-hmm. And it's you know, it's been an eye opener again for us. Like you know how I said before, you, we always circle back to find deeper truths. It's the same thing again, you know, and um, which 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 was interesting. Like this time coming back for me, because we've like so so at the minute in our lives that like, we've said you know we we we're, we're moving forward like um, into some really good stuff. You know, like really clean, positive stuff. And we're obviously coming back you know and we're like we're, we're presenting you know we're now holding this new form of energy because when you're like starting to revolve yourself you're no longer like it's not just a physical thing you know like you start embodying new aspects and triggering new things in with you so for example like we are embodying the land because we've like we've, we've acquired the land now so for example we're kind of embodying that new type of energy that comes with that you know like we're ready to move into this we have a mission we're coming back and for me like um you know for, for for family members you know this was triggering a lot of deep stuff you know like we felt it you know like we felt it from your side of the family too where we could see like you know the, the limiting beliefs and doubt coming in like are you sure you can do this like it's gonna be in, a, lot of, work, it's gonna be a lot of work like how are you gonna do this how are you gonna do that you know like you know they don't they don't get it you know fully they don't really they can't really grasp it consciously um but you know a lot of traumas are coming through with that so how how has that been for you because it has been we've been getting hit with a lot
1: yeah, I think we knew what we were going to come back into. We knew that like, we kind of already got ourselves quite in a strong position mentally to come before we came back. But I think just for us, just coming back into the van and kind of communicating with each other and just, and just being honest and open and just providing that safe, secure base with each other, it's been really helpful to kind of bounce things off of. Now, for me, it's just one of mine is that I internalise other people's pain quite a lot. So I've just been kind of reminding myself, like that this is theirs, not mine. You don't have to take this in, and I know there's other stuff that's like you've been kind of working on as well. But I think just having a solid, a solid knowing that we've got a solid relationship and like with between us makes it so much easier going into kind of a challenging and triggering situation.
0: Yeah, definitely. Well, that's the thing, like, um, because it it is. Because a lot of you know, like a lot of people who listen to this podcast, who um and watch this podcast, you know they're all in the same similar position where, on the path of like, truth, like when you're starting to activate yourself and work on different aspects within you. You're gonna be. It's gonna be very triggering for a lot of people around you. Like we all know that, because I've said this many times. But you're not only kind of changing the script of, Mm -hmm. like, of of yourself, but you're changing the script of what someone else perceives of you in their own mind. You know, because our parents and our friends and family around us they have scripts of us in our minds of who they perceive that we are. And once we start changing our role and our identity, you know, they they sometimes it triggers a response, a natural response in other people, like. Like, are they judging me because I'm not doing this? Like, I'm out unworthy of this. And it's like, you know, there's, that's just two, but there's, like, thousands of emotions that are activated through that process of you bettering yourself and, and like, and then, obviously, activating that in, in your parents and friends around you. Because, you know, ultimately, as well, like, it's it gets down to, the, like, the... It gets down to the the more fine, more minute level because you're not only, like, kind of, like... You know, you actually are changing reality because, you know, you... you, you know. Because all this is just not real anyway it's you know it's it's just like you know it looks physical, but it's not physical, it's metaphysical truly underneath it, you know it's just our consciousness is creating it. and underneath that like that's moving you know and, and where and there's so much like there's so much like um non-material dialogue and subconscious, things that are going on underneath the surface that are not just physical that are moving within each other Mm. which in within each like when you meet a being and you have a communication with a being you know it's not just a physical interaction we see it through the physical lens as a physical interaction but underneath that there is like you know there's other things that are bubbling underneath the surface so for example when when i am for example, when I went to my mum's house and um, I had that conversation with my mom, you know, underneath that surface, because I'm in, in, in tune to them things and them aspects within her, and I'm attuned to them wounds, because normally when a parent puts a wound, to you, you don't normally see, it, you know, you like it kind of like comes across like on the, it comes across on the physical kind of laid. But it's only because we've developed ourselves to a certain level, and we're still developing ourselves, that you get to see them wounds when they come, when they kind of come across to you, Mm -hmm. and come um, forward to you, and you can kind of um, what's the word I'm looking for? You can kind of like you can kind of like dodge them, and you know you can kind of so you don't internalize them, but you can also kind of um, meet that with a different type of with a higher mind, with a different type of energy, Mm -hmm. and that's what I felt a lot like a lot of family members I was meeting. I could feel like these kind of like you know these um these tr- 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 you know i um, what's the word I'm looking for i could feel these kind of these emotional wounds that they have within them that were coming across to us you know projecting onto us and it was it was quite challenging you know
1: yeah definitely and i think like once you start once you start healing and removing aspects of yourself especially in 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 terms of relationships and relational traumas that you have it's like once you start working through your stuff and clearing those blockages out it's like you it's like those blockages are attached to people in a certain way. So when you you clear that trauma out with somebody, and you have a conversation with them, it's like the it accesses different parts of them. It's it's hard to explain. Like say
0: it doesn't pack pack the same type of punch, does it? Because you no. kind of more you you more. You're more kind of like subjective to it. It's like you're not like kind of embedded within it because you've done the work. Mm-hmm. You've healed that wound within you. Because because normally when that when that wound's presented to you and someone turns up in that way for you and in the projecting something towards you, you our natural reaction is normally to be triggered by that. Mm-hmm. In, in in you know either in combat that with aggression, combat that by you know retreating back in your life and not speaking to that person, mm-hmm. or, or crying or feeling um, sad, whatever it may be. But however, because you've healed that certain thing, you no longer kind of, it ha- no no longer has that same kind of interaction, you know, you can in, kind of, yeah. you can manage it kind of from a, a much higher mind because like you, you've healed that wound, you know.
1: Because sometimes obviously there can be like, like you say, codependent relationship dynamics where like the kind of someone triggers you and you lash out in a certain yeah. way and, and they kind of rely on that feedback cause to meet a certain addiction in them. So once you start healing those aspects of yourself, it's like it creates space in the other person to kind of look at those things and start healing that within them. So as you heal and create space within yourself, you're also doing that with other people as well because you're you're coming across to it, coming across more sort of authentically and it's providing space for them to do that within themselves.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, I forgot what I was going to say now. I was going to say something there to you. completely lost my train of thought. I was going to say again. Um, oh yeah the frequency of babylon because <laughs> um it's interesting because um so like how how's it been for you kind of how how how, how have you felt on on an emotional and and, a, and on a physical and a spiritual level in terms of you know coming back into this environment now like how's it felt on your body how's it felt on your mind because we have been away like you know for example you know i know for example portugal's not a million miles away but over the last few months you know we have been kind of immersed in our own energy for such a long time we haven't been around many people and when we are have been around certain people we've been choosing them people who we want to be around with so now we're getting thrust into an environment like through a lot through, through a lot law, through a lot law of attraction which it is where it, it is going to be kind of i know the law of attraction of traveling you know you, you, you're still meeting random people so the law of attraction's even more mysterious mm-hmm. you know but for example we, we're going to be thrust into the into the matrix environment you know um what's that going to be like what how has how that felt for you like have you felt a shift
1: and um, the change you know what when times when we've been traveling and come back before this have felt much harder than this has yeah i felt this time it's been a it's been relatively easy um i know that when we're like when i'm driving on the roads now it's like a lot of introspection seeing seeing how many people that there is here and how busy it is and and it feels weird because we know what we're going towards. We know we want to live a more sustainable life. We know we want to learn how to grow on fruit and veg and live off the land. But it just coming into this environment now and seeing people like buzzing around like little bees, and I don't know, like they may they may have the same plan as we do, but I'm kind of assuming that a lot of them don't are still kind of stuck in this like dynamic of kind of work up the career ladder. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but what I'm saying is, it just it just feels a bit weird, like. It feels. What are people doing if they're not wanting to live off the land? Because, <laughs> because it's it's, we, when we've been away, we've noticed that like in Spain and Portugal, they grow a lot of their own fruits and vegetables. But when we come here, we realise like nobody really does that, so we're all dependent on supply chains. And I find that like disturbing that yeah. that a lot of people aren't really taking more initiative to grow their own fruit and veg and that kind of buzzing about, you know, just still going to McDonald's and stuff. And I'm not dissing anybody who does that because I know I still feel the pull inside of me to do those things but it just it just seems a little bit I'm trying to think of the word like the priorities aren't yeah there's a disassociation between actual reality and yeah. this this matrix reality and I know you were asking about the transition of how it's felt for me to come into this but I think like as I said before it's it's because because we have a mission now of what we want to accomplish and why we're going back into this system it's it's felt a lot easier and I felt more sort of assertive and and confident and knowing that you know we are working towards we're here for a reason we're gonna dip in dip out and that's that and yeah, yeah, I feel, I felt like it's been a good transition, really. No,
0: definitely, because but, but one of the things that we get, we, we've we been projected on a lot by our family members and people around us is is the projection of, like, well, how are you going to do this? What are you going to, like, are you sure you can do this? Like, what's it going to, like, are you sure you can, like, just have a shit in a bucket? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we've been shit in a bucket for the last year, mate. It's been fine. <laughs> That's not the hardest problem. It's yeah. harder coming back into Babylon. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather be shitting in a bucket than coming into Babylon <laughs> and, and working <laughs> as a milkman. And shit in tap water. <laughs> yeah. But, um but all jokes aside like um now what you described there was cuz i've i've kind of like witnessed that and it's like in the past when i was you know working a 9 to 5 job i was just kind of like you don't even question the patterns of why you're doing it. Like what What? why are you doing it for? Like you're just kind of like on that hamster wheel mm-hmm. and you're just going every single day and you've got nothing real. Like nothing like you know nothing's at the end of it really. You just constantly like chasing the same wheel again and again. And you know, like we all know that the the our you know, the idea of like but that's why, like that's why that's why the the, the beast, the Babylon, is is working so hard to keep you locked into them fake goals you know like for example like um it's always like the next thing you know we all, we all know this is like oh get a bigger house you know like oh you need this new sofa oh you need this new car but it's like now it goes even deeper because this is like what one this is one thing i wanted to which within the spirituality community which is a in it which is a um I believe is a, a hook that the media plays again, because we all know there's there's hooks that the media play with it, even in the the woke community. If you want to use that word, you know, not in regards to the protests that are going on and stuff like that. It's all about siphoning your energy in the correct places, instead of like, instead of um, you know, you taking control of your energy and putting it in the places that's more aligned to your soul. You know, because even the even in the the woke community right now, we're getting siphoned in certain directions. And what what's going on is that is like for example this is just to go even further out but you know all this new stuff now with like um what is it what's called meta the meta cards what's the word it's
1: used the metaverse
0: metaverse like the metaverse for example so like even now like people are like going oh look at this future that you can have you can buy land in this metaverse you know like you can own this like this nft you can own this nft in, in the in the in the metaverse and it's like, whoa, people, this is going to be insane, you know what I mean? But you can already do that now in this world, you know? You can already buy them tangible things, you know? You can already already buy them, they hold them real things that hold value.
1: That have actual value. So it's
0: always, it seems like the consciousness of, like, of the media is always, like, trying to push the collective narrative into these things that aren't truly, like, kind of, you know, it, it gives, it, it triggers a, a something in you to, like, like, video games do the same kind of thing, you know? It triggers something in you that makes you think you, you, you're achieving goals. It makes you achieve in something that's like that's going to help you, but truly it's not the, really the thing, you mm-hmm. know. Like, but then, but then, like, once you start kind of like getting, you know, you getting moving away from that programming and that that programming of the of the media and the collective consciousness, and you start tapping into your soul and what you want, that's when you start finding, you know, um, you start kind of um, what's the word I'm looking for? You kind of start. You're no longer just passively going through life you're now connected to your soul. So your soul is now starting to be able to see all these other options that are more true and more real to you. So instead of like you just going on the hamster wheel, you're now able to operate in the world through like through like a pure intention. Mm-hmm. Like, through, Does that make sense? It's hard to really explain Not it. No,
1: I feel it's like when you're more connected to your soul, you can kind of, you have a broad aperture and you can kind of go go about your day to day with more conscious choices
0: yeah and put it this way as well here's another one like when you when you're going at, when we're both going into this working environment now you're not going in this working environment uh, like like worried of what's going to happen like you're not worried about like kind of oh what if I do this wrong or if I don't look this way or act this way oh I'm going to get sacked mm-hmm. it's like we're, pushing where we're in now is like no no like we have a higher mind we we'll, like we're in a point now where if that turns up for us we'll just remove ourselves from that situation and we'll do something else yeah there's like you know what i mean it's like because when you when you haven't got that confidence in yourself and you haven't developed like you haven't connected to yourself on the metaphysical level and you you know a lot of people are walking through life believing that there are these meat bodies they're just it's just a physical existence the the, the daily interactions that turn up for you are really hook you like the really like the, it's like a chain around your neck like you can't kind of like because you haven't because you don't know who you truly are and you don't know you are this greater spiritual being you know, the, this, the, the matrix in Babylon really hooks you. You know, you believe it's real, you believe it's tangible. Mm-hmm. So you, you go into these spaces and these spaces can control you in a different way. But when you go into these spaces with a higher mind, you know, it's like for anything, if you watch a film with a higher mind, you see things that you wouldn't see. You know, the film, you watch the film in a different way. You go to work like, you know, imagine, for example, going to work. I would I don't recommend this, by the way. But going to work and taking magic mushrooms, you know, you're going to operate in that space a lot differently, you know. Mm-hmm. You're going to be like, what the fuck's going on here? Yeah, this sounds is crazy. Yeah, like hell doing that. Yeah. But do you get what I mean? Like, it's like you can enter these spaces in the physical world with, like, a higher mind and activating yourself and be able to operate them in a way where they don't no longer control you the way they used to.
1: Yeah, because I've noticed that a lot in the past where jobs are like, if you don't do what we say, we'll sack your mind? Well, yeah, it's definitely. like, now it's like... You know go on it doesn't matter it's not the end of the world and i know a lot of people aren't in that position but it's more towards like loosening those chains of dependency which allow you to live a more free and conscious life that's what i'm saying like a lot of people like i'm dependent on a supermarket at the moment every like a lot of people are dependent it's just removing those chains that keep us dependent and stop and start moving towards conscious choices where we can kind of free ourselves from these systems
0: it's interesting because when you connect to that truth, you know we're working on a lot of like divine truth, you know, and when you start connecting to them truths and you really start operating them operating them on a daily basis and you completely operate from your truth, that is one sure way to 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 first of all get rid of people in your life who don't longer serve you because when you completely operate from higher truth, people will just disappear. But also at the same time, more beautiful people will turn up, you know, who are on the path. But at the same time, it's one fast way to clear out everything in your life that does not serve you through the law of attraction because mm-hmm. one like them things when you are operating from that truth in every single way like for example eating clean foods if that's aligned to you you know you're speaking your truth you know you you are you act acting physically in a way that's complete from truth you know the people who are not operating from truth they're not not able they're not going to be able to meet the emotional addictions within them to keep to 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 be able to stay in that space anymore yeah. and i think that's what one of the like one of the things that people don't talk about when it comes to awakenings, you know, like that's one of the true things that happens is because you you're clearing out your law of attractions that person or things around you through the law of attraction can no longer come into there because you have like, you know, you've changed that, that, um that space. Mm-hmm.
1: Definitely. You change, you change your reality through working on your own emotions. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like. I think that's just the most important work anyone could be doing. I know we we'll say it in every single episode, but it's yeah, like it healing is. those emotional wounds is the most important work you can be doing. Because from there you start manifesting different things. You bring different people into your life and you start your desires start to become more more in alignment with your own soul. And that's when you start to manifest like really beautiful things in your life. So I don't think there's anything more important, really.
0: Yeah. How how was um because we and we've spoke about this a few times on the podcast but how is kind of like how's that journey of, of divine truth like going for you like because you haven't i've spoke about it a few times in the podcast but how is it kind of going for you because we you know we've like it, it's a it, it it brings a a certain level of um consciousness in your life when you kind of like step through the door of divine truth and you realize how your emotions are are affecting everything that turns up for you in your life how is that how's how are you how are you kind of going through that path now like what's it feel like for you
1: it feels really good um one of the main things i've really took from jesus's teachings is is to not take any drugs even the ones that we kind of convince ourselves that are t- taking us closer to our emotions and i made that mistake with weed i thought weed was kind of helping me get closer to my emotions but what what i kind of noticed is it opens you up it opens your energetic body up and and your spirit body up in different ways that allow sort of spirits to kind of get in there and start to create attachments through that space so I've you know I've said this year I want to spend a full year sober off anything alcohol weed psychedelics and I've been finding that my dreams have been telling me like I, when I crave weed when when it's because I, I crave weed because I've got a certain emotion that I need to feel through like that I didn't feel through when I was a teenager and so as I've been healing and feeling into that that I've noticed that the cravings go and I feel like I don't feel like I really need it in my life anymore and I'm not saying that this like this is static and I'm never gonna feel a craving again or maybe ever take it again I'm just saying like where I am now I'm, I'm just kind of have this understanding of of kind of being being sober inside myself and just not wanting to escape myself and just feel what comes up because however I'm feeling is how I'm meant to feel yeah
0: how, how have you felt it for you like safe example one of the big things that I've learned is that when I've kind of been like you know working on my emotions, I've been noticing how, you know, the, the 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 same occurrences are no longer turning up for me. You know, like because I've healed certain aspects of, the same kind of you know the same trigger points don't come up anymore. You know, this uh, the new new and different manifestations turned up. Have you how much have you noticed that, and how much has changed you in your life, like through that lens, because you you we we've been like you know for example like we we have days where you know, where we sometimes have days where we don't cry at all and we, we're not working on emotions. But then there's some days where, you know, they, they're coming thick and fast, you know. And we we found as well, like, before we um acquired, we, we acquired the land, we found, like, even the, the about the two weeks into building the, uh, in the building land, two weeks into acquiring the land, there was, like, things that were going on with that that were kind of, like, it was like the universe was kind of retracting and pulling things back for us it was like trying to make us meet certain things within Mm -hmm. us meet certain wounds within us to heal them very fast so that we could open up and create space within that law of attraction for the land to turn up Mm -hmm. so it's like it seems like every single time we especially when we when we move into something like a a new or a big manifestation it seems like we're constantly like we have this day like a few days where it's like wake up cry sleep cry 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 (laughs) <laughs> yeah. have some food cry cry and then oh bliss
1: <laughs> yeah and it's like literally that like, you won't even be crying about the same thing like you would be crying about one thing in the morning and then something else in the afternoon it's just whatever kind of comes up but i think you know it's just beautiful because we've just kind of created this space where we just honor honor what comes up and you know if you need the space to do that then that's fine and if i need to cry about something then that's absolutely fine it's just yeah, yeah it's, it's good i'm enjoying but it. How,
0: how much have you how how much is, have you noticed it like in your own life like how much have you noticed it through that lens through that process of you like kind of working on certain things and then noticing have you noticed how f- through working on them things like you might be challenged in certain moments and and there's like obviously god is doing that for a reason for you to heal something so that you can become a greater match to the thing that's waiting on the other side
1: mm-hmm. yeah like, i've noticed that loads like um like that's you know that spiritual attack i went through before we, we kind of went to go see the land that we've now bought yeah that comes up and now and now i look back at that and i think about it and it just hasn't got any sort of emotional ties or anything and if it was to happen again it wouldn't have any sort of sting so it's just like i know it's just you know things just come up for you to yeah. heal and feel
0: what's your thoughts on the um the mastermind group that you want coming up because i'm because i'm interested to do that um you know because we've um for anyone out there who doesn't know but we're creating a mastermind group which is basically going to be like a small select amount of people where we can you know get together and we can you know share these different ideas because sometimes which you know it's it's interesting because sometimes when we even when we're doing these podcasts sometimes the things that we're working on things are moving so fast like the podcast that's coming up that we want to talk about like with the land you know this happened two weeks ago it happened three weeks ago so it's like we're always kind of like playing catch up on the things that we're that we want to speak about and want to work on because we want to honor try and get everything out there to help people out there mm-hmm. but one of the things that i'm excited for for the for the mastermind because it's going to be two calls a week as well video calls a month you mean a month sorry we're gonna um be able to like you know be kind of like have this real authentic thing with other people where you know people can kind of in real time they can kind of show us what they're working on and we can do the same thing to them you know
1: yeah and it's just i'm looking forward to kind of creating a space with like-minded people to kind of share and be vulnerable and open and and just talk about these concepts that me and you talk about but we don't really get the chance to talk about yeah. with a group of people in a closed space and i know that people really crave that So it's nice to provide that space with people and to kind of have that for ourselves as well because that's what we're craving.
0: Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, with the the retreat that we're going to set up, like the retreat, obviously I cancelled the retreat for anyone here out there who doesn't know, but what happened was um, I said to myself, like, I felt like, you know, before I did the retreat, I said this to you, didn't I? I felt like my energy wasn't fully in it. Yeah. I I was obviously because there's a lot of, like, there's still things that I'm processing from the last retreat, you know, when the spiritual attack went down. So there's still a lot that I'm kind of processing through that. But it's sometimes like when your heart's not in it, it's not fair on other people. Like if you're not, if your heart's truly not in something, it's not fair to just do something because maybe you want to do something, you know, like for example, if financial, you know, you want to do something just because it's going to make some money or something, you Mm. know. And like I was analysing it and I was like, my heart wasn't really in the space, you know. So when your heart's not in the space, I I don't want to operate from that place. But when it comes to like the mastermind group, I feel like, I don't know, it had a different, it brought a different energy, like it brought a different kind of feeling to it, it's like, it's, you know, it's bringing together people, not just in the UK, but it's bringing, going to bring people together from all, all over the, all over, so it kind of brought a different energy, but like, um, a few people, like, obviously quite a few people, like, you know, like sent over the deposits for the retreat, and, we, you know, we could have sold it out if we, prolonged, if we put like, prolonged it. But it was just something within us. was just, like, this is just, I just don't really, I'm not in it. You know, like, I, I don't really, yeah. didn't really want to do it. Doesn't sit right. But I, it's, like, you've got to, I think you've got to do that sometimes in life. You've got to kind of be honest to yourself to the point where, like, is this really for me? Because, like, a lot of times that's one of the reasons why, like, we don't do certain things in our lives. Like, some a lot of people are going to be, you know, looking at what we're doing we get on the land and it's going to be triggering it's going to be thinking like how can they do that you know but we've kind of like had these moments in our lives where we where i know from from i have like where i have had these moments in my life where i'm just being honest i'm being truthful to them like if a job doesn't serve us i'll start working in, a, in a, towards in a, in a way that removes that thing like you just got to be honest with yourself in every single moment is this for me like mm-hmm. does is this truly for me what i'm doing here and if it's not like, you know, start moving things out your way to, to remove it out your way. As long as you're not hurting anyone, you know, like, don't do a Walter White, like a Breaking and Bad and start killing people and removing people out of your yeah. life. Definitely don't start doing that or you will definitely have a worse a law of attraction, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially when you cross over. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Breaking Bad, Um. Um. what's a Breaking Bad, um, what's the word? Like, that's a Breaking Bad uh, quote anyway. Yeah. But anyway, Um. but yeah, what I'm talking about is like, you know, uh, like when you honour your truth... And you're honoring that from a like a pure place, you know. You like things that are turning. You're gonna you're gonna have a, a much more clean interaction if you're doing things out of just out of like operating from a place of like I just want to make money here. You know, you it's not you're not gonna be operating from your true higher self. You know, you have to embody things like fully. You know.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing. I find it difficult inside myself to really do something if my heart's not in it. Like you, you know how much resistance yeah, I face. Definitely. If I if I if I'm not fully in it, I'm not fully in it, and it was just one of those things that we both weren't just really in it. So, yeah, we're looking forward to the Mastermind group, though, because, I don't know, it just, it just feels right to have a group of people together and just and just get to know each other and have a chat. I'm, yeah. I'm really looking forward to it.
0: I was thinking about, actually, thinking about, the you know, the first one. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about doing... Um... Not that maybe not the first one we'll get to know each other, but like and just kind of like get to know our journeys and spiritual journeys and stuff. But I was thinking, um, one of the second ones, like the second uh, meetups that we do. I was thinking about doing dream interpretation because, yeah. um, you know, dream interpretation is one of them ones where when you get together with other people. You can kind of, like, I always say this to you, but I can read your dreams better than I can read my own. Mm-hmm. So, like, you can sometimes, like, read other people's dreams better than you can read your own. Yeah. So, like, sometimes by speaking your dream out, someone can go, ah, oh, this looks like this might be this. So I thought that would be, like, a, a cool one to start off with and talk start talking about the dreams, sort of say.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think just creating a practice around dreams is so important. So I'm looking forward to kind of kind of implementing that with a group of people. It'll be good.
0: Yeah. So, so, you know, the next podcast that we're going to do, mm-hmm. we're going to obviously what do you want to speak about Um, I want to speak about we're going to speak about our off-grid journey on like to I've got to have my déjà my vu there by the way really? that's weird I don't know if it's because I'm so close to you you're yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in my auric field <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um we're having to share a mic by the way because um the microphone's still broken so, one we're, broke. so we're sharing a mic so we're having this real intimate intimate thing where we're kind of like both hogging this microphone <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it's some kind of like <laughs> some kind of like sexual organ yeah
1: we'll start <laughs> dipping back into babylon we'll start getting uh, another mic and stuff yeah it's a yeah. funny
0: thing is we couldn't i couldn't get a new microphone when i w- when i was in um when you when you're not in babylon that's the one thing that my, babylon kind of uh kind of holds up for you is that you can kind of like just go two minute two minutes down the road and you can buy a new microphone set up
1: yeah will just click on amazon and get it tomorrow
0: yeah exactly but um the thing is when you're like in the middle of nowhere it's like you can't really do that you know so yeah. you have it to kind of like do with what you've got um i can't remember what i was going to say you know what was i saying so, no. um all about yeah off-grid living because I, I was thinking it was like because i, I want to kind of um i really want to kind of like address like, cause when we were when we went to like visit the self-sustainable community in over the last few months, when we've been like looking at pieces of land and we've been feeling all that type of energy out, it's brought up a lot of trigger points for us, you know. And like, it's not always kind of black and white the off-grid journey. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we've been guilty. I've well, I've been guilty of this. Speaking for myself, but I've been guilty of speaking on the podcast that like, you know, off-grid living is the only way. You know, like it's only like you need to get a community and that's it. Yeah. Um. But for me, it was like it brought up a lot of challenging points, you know. So I want to I want to go into that because. I know for us like you know it, it sounds mad but there was even there was a moment where like to go into it, we'll speak about this another time but we even like you puked up you know like mm. you were sick because like it was emotionally we were all over the place yeah and it was pulling us so yeah I'm that looking was for, weird. looking yeah. forward to going at that you know
1: yeah definitely be good to talk about and i think just to talk about how it's different for everybody and you know feeling out the nuances of that yeah definitely
0: yeah. anything else you want to speak about and bring up no. Any questions you want to ask us for the people who're watching? Um, ask us anything on the spot.
1: Okay yeah. <laughs> I can't think of anything. Um I'm only thinking of stupid questions inside my head. <laughs> I'm nervous. Um Okay, okay. If you had if if you could only do one thing before you die what
0: would it be? Oh, <laughs> I was going to say, I was, what I was going to say was I was going to say this and this is probably is a good way to end the podcast.
1: <laughs> oh, that's sweet. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> Cheesy. <laughs> I love how you got the noise in as well for the, the <laughs> microphone for the your listeners. I think not that's how I kiss. Oh, is it? I kiss with like big lips. I'm like <laughs> <think> this. Like...
0: <laughs> that was, it was funny because, um, when, um, when I used to hang around with me uh, old friends, like, you know, when you get a watermelon, like my friends used to say it was like you've never heard anyone eat a watermelon like me because when i eat a watermelon i'm like i probably like this i'm like You
1: slip your drinks as well and you've got me, you get it. me doing it and i'm just like oh i'm gonna get yeah,
0: judged the thing is i slip I, the reason why i slurp my drink for is because i drink it when it's so hot mm-hmm. so i've got to because i've got like asbestos mouth, mouth. i'm just mm-hmm. drink things that really are really hot so i like to try and just like slurp it so it it cools it down a little bit as I'm drinking because I just want to get it in us so quick. <laughs> that's so <laughs> But that's how I kiss anyway. When I kiss, I I I go, like, I go,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Right, so we leave it there. Yeah. Peace and love. Peace. See you later.
2: Yeah. Racism, but most of all, we are all ourselves, Jesus, God, show me the way because the devil's trying to break me down. know what the midwest is young and restless but restless might snatch your necklace the next is might jack your lexus somebody tell you who Kanye West is I walk through the valley of the shower death is top Lord, if you alone i leave you breathless Try to catch it, it's kind of hard, get uh, Choked uh, by detectives, yeah, yeah, I check the method. They be asking us questions, and arrest us. Saying we eat pieces of sh- like you for breakfast, huh? Y'all eat pieces of, sh- what's the basis? We ain't going nowhere, but got suits and cases. A trunk full of f- rental car from Avis. My mama used to say only Jesus could save us. Well, mama, I know I act the fool, but I'll be gone to November. I got the f- to move, I hope. God show me the way because the devil's trying to break me down. The only thing that I pray is that my feet don't fail me now. And I don't think there's nothing I can do now to right my wrongs. I want to talk to God but I'm afraid cause we ain't spoken so long. God show me the way because the devil's trying to break me down. Praise is that my feet don't fail me now And I don't think there's nothing I can do now to right my wrongs I wanna talk to God but I'm afraid cause we ain't spoken so long So long, so long oh, To the hustlers, killers, murderers, drug dealers, even the Scrippers Cause the victims of welfare feel we living in hell here hell yeah Jesus. My feet get weary, cause we're the almost nearly extinct. We rappers as role models, we rap we don't think. I ain't here to argue about his facial features. but here to convert atheists into believers. I'm just trying to say the way school need teachers, the way Kathleen needed Regis, that's the way I need Jesus. So here go my single dog. radio needs this. They say you can rap about anything except for Jesus. That means guns, sex, lives, videotape. But if I talk about God, my record won't get played. huh? Oh Take away from my spins, which you probably take away from my ends. Then I hope it take away from my sins and bring the day that I dream about. Next time I'm in the club, everybody's screaming out. God, show me the way because the devil's trying to break me down. The only thing that I pray is that my feet don't fail me now.